Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Voice Like a Lion podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pemberton, and today we have a real treat. We have someone that not only is an expert in his field, but also a dear friend of mine. This is Carl Cox. And for those of you who maybe already know him or I'm introducing him to you, he is the CEO of 40 Strategy, and he is an author now. And we're going to deep dive on some of these things, not only what he's done in the past, not only the book, but also some exciting stuff that he has coming on in August. So, Carl, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Steven, so excited to be on your podcast. And for those of you who don't know, I was on Carl's podcast. It was 2022, wasn't it? Or was it earlier this year? Yeah, I, I think it was last year. Yeah, I think it was last year we connected. Great podcast. Actually got great reviews from it for a while. You were actually one of our leading podcasts that people download. So your your story, I think our headline there was, you know, being in a ba living in a basement with massive spiders, right? And that uh, <laughs> still to this day scares me thinking about it. Yes, it is one of those stories that, that still haunts me to this day. I actually found a spider in my house earlier today and my wife had to go ahead and kill it. So you, that says a lot about the, the strong manly man that I am, but we won't get too deep into that today. It's more about you in the show. <laughs> the So I'm, I'm really interested to just hear about the book because the last time we spoke, it was right before the book launch. And I, I actually wasn't able to show up to the book launch because I had flown out. I did some, did some work on Skid Row that week. So I wasn't able to attend even virtually. So I would love to hear the, not only what it's about, but why did you decide to write Lost as CEO? Yeah. So um, for those who aren't familiar with the book and, and it is available on all, you know, Amazon, you can go out like barnesandnoble.com. You can go ahead and order it. It uh, just came out in May of 2023. We were super excited at our launch. We hit number one Amazon bestseller in 12 separate categories. And so it wow. was a, a huge launch, super excited about that. And what's what's frankly more meaningful is the reviews we're getting. Uh, people are, I, I've had people said, how did you write this book about me? And so the big change we did, this was a two and a half year process. I actually wrote a separate book called The Seven Sales of Success. And it was gonna be your your, your traditional book on leadership and strategic planning, how to get things done. But I knew it wasn't the right thing to do. And so I completely scrapped that book and, and rewrote it in more of a narrative. You are, uh, there's a, a mythical person, so to speak of it named Jack. And it's the story of Jack and how he has been a successful manager, leader, executive, but he's stuck and he mm -hmm. hasn't figured out how to get through these challenges. And he runs into this, a uh, person in a coffee shop who just happens to be the strategic consultant named Charlie Joseph, who happens to be the name of my uh, my grandfather. And uh, once again, fictitious char character for the purpose of this, but he helps give him guidance along the way, but there's a better way to do strategic planning execution compared to what we typically do. And what's fun about it is people, the responses I get is a, it's a quick and easy read. And every single one of them that said is giving me insights on how to make their business better. That's amazing. I love, I love that because you made it story driven. I think that there is so many times I, and I just want to applaud your heart that you, you would rather help people than just say, you know what, I already wrote this one book. You're just going to get what I got. And you decided to scrap that and say, how can I help this be something that resonates with more people? Because you know, it even, and I know it is that stories sell more than actually trying to sell somebody and stories are able to work on more things than us trying to just give them a, a play by play. And I think that that's where 
I've been able to resonate with so much of your content and how you've helped people is you've been able to do it in story form. And I would love if you wouldn't mind just sharing some some details about how you got into strategic consulting. And for those of you listening, this this is the real deal. Like this isn't somebody who just started last year. He's been in this field for a long time and he is very expensive for a day, at least very expensive to most people. But it's very much worth it. And I would love to just hear some details about how you got into the field and what led you to kind of try to put it all into this book. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I will give a little synopsis of my career a bit because I, I didn't. I wanted to be a consultant, I think, someday, you know, I was part of the, the you know, be an entrepreneur again. I've been an entrepreneur several times. But. What I found here, this was really a more about being really trying to make a broader difference uh, behind people. So so first of all, 40 strategy, just giving a little deeper impact. Our, our goal is to positively impact a million people in 10,000 organizations and to give a million dollars to charity, give the first 10% of our revenues to charity. Um, wow. and, and the purpose behind that is to, um, it helps get me out of bed each day. You know, if there's a question about what I need to do, it's like, because we are trying to uh, give the contributions to those who make a truly wonderful impact in the world. And, and so we have, have wonderful partners to help deliver and make sure that they're providing the value that we provide back to them. So, so that's number one, uh, the, the big why behind the why, and that's what we're trying to get. And we're on track and we're exceeding our expectations. So that's been, that's been exciting. How I got here, you know, frankly, the first deck in my career would be uh, kind of typical, if you may, you know, I started out getting a safe and secure job in public accounting and uh, by the age of 30, I became a CFO. And I was with multiple different companies, with publicly traded companies, privately held companies. And uh, I learned how to do things. I learned how to understand business. I learned how numbers worked. But I didn't honestly understand strategy then. And I got recruited away to go to a company called Lightspeed Technologies. And what I didn't tell you is I wanted to coach high school football and teach history. And the reason why I wanted to coach high school football was because football saved me when I was a young kid. I was starting to get in trouble. Wow. And football helped me stay between the lines, if you may. And so I won't go into more, much more detail for the sake of time, but it saved me. And so I always had this passion to give back in that way. So, but when I was with this company, they said, hey, Carl, we'd love to invest in you, but not if you're planning to leave us. And I'd built up this tax practice on the side where I had 35 clients already. And the goal was to supplement my income so I could help get things done. But even though I thought I wasn't supposed to, I said, okay. And so the first thing they said, hey, Carl, can you take a ride T? And, and just to clarify, if you asked me to fix your computer, I'd probably tell you, did you turn it off and on? I mean, that's about the extent of my IT skills, right? And and so, but the cool part is we fixed it. Uh, worked with mm. the team and we got IT working in the company. And then the next thing, and by the way, this company along the way was tripling in size. So we went from nine to 35 million in a five year period of time. So significant growth. Second thing was they asked me to fix technical support. And I said, okay, let's, let's give it a shot. And we fixed it. And, and with the team that was struggling, getting product back and returns. And once again, you give me a hammer, I'm going to break that now. I mean, it, it's, um, I am not, I have the ability, I'm not technical in that aspect, but I was able to help figure out a way to make that better. And then they're like, well, hey, can you help us set up these distribution center in Europe? And I was like, okay. I'd never been to Europe beforehand, but we set up three distribution centers over there and they ended up working effectively for the company. And so my career just kind of kept on moving forward with that was saying yes. What's another opportunity? And 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 uh, I thought I was going to be there forever. What I didn't tell you is I did end up coaching 25 seasons of youth sports and still was involved with my kids' uh, wow. life throughout the period of time. But then I got involved at another company. They say uh, that was growing significantly, and they said, "Hey, 
can you come and help us out? And it was just an offer I couldn't refuse. And so we grew from 70 employees to 450 employees in, in wow. three years. And I was involved in a lot of different aspects from helping set up a Woofie in China, holy for an entity in China, to helping with an investment and being on the board of that directors of that company. Uh, multiple different aspects, way more than just once again, finance and operations and uh, so many different pieces of challenging growth. But what I didn't tell you is each that 12 year period of those two companies where we grew significantly, we had fortune 500 executives that were running it. So I was being mentored by fortune 500 executives. And so I thought everybody knew how to do strategic planning and execution the right way. That was my insight. I was like, Oh, of course, this is easy. Like literally my experience with them. Cause even prior to that, I've been with other companies that had grown significantly. Matter of fact, I've been with seven different companies that have doubled at least doubled to seven X in size. Wow. And so this is once again, it's normal for me. So heading down this path, that was normal. And, but we were trying to find a better way to track our strategy. We found this company called Cascade Strategy based out of Sydney, Australia. And I loved it. But I said, how can we invest in you? And so my former partner, Mike Fritz and I, we formed a separate company. I started moonlighting that. And I opened up the Northwest office, Northwest United States office for, for Cascade Strategy, which eventually became the US office. We grew from 50 clients to 350 clients in three years, became 50% of the global business. And it was awesome. But what I didn't tell you is I, I, I learned how to do strategic plan execution from a practical standpoint, but I wanted to understand the research. So I read about 300 books in five years, just just wow. bone up on the knowledge and understanding behind things with gun. And what I learned is there is a bunch of research that was backing a lot of our actual practices. And, and then of course I learned way more that I was like, I wish I knew that 10 years ago. So, um, I thought I was going to be doing that forever. And I started, but I learned that people were buying software like they'd buy a Peloton bike. And what I mean by that is for those who have an expensive towel rack that's sitting in your living room, uh, you didn't get on the bike enough, right? You're not still continuing to do it. And so we were having the same problem with our software perspective. And so we're like, hey, there's got to be a better way. We're going to get this done. So I started giving consulting and Basically, these lessons I learned throughout the period of time, we started to apply and do. And eventually, CEO of Australia said, hey, Carl, why don't you run our global consulting business? And I, I didn't want to be gone 80% of the time uh, away from my family. And I have four kids and who would do college sports and high school sports. And I was like, I didn't want to miss that. So uh, that's where 40 Strategy got formed. And, and what's been really cool, Stephen, and you know, is we've now been able to take that knowledge to spread it out to what we were trying to do. You know, we, we've got the book out, which is a, the cheap and easiest way, right. To get the information. We've created a course that's launching coming up here in August. And that course is ultimately gives these insights in a way more cost effective way. But I'll, I'll say this. Uh, yes, I may cost a few dollars to, to hire. However, if we don't provide a three X ROI, we've done you a disservice. Like literally I just verbally this morning today, Stephen, I signed an agreement with somebody, it's gonna be a six figure deal. And, but the reason is because we're gonna provide them a hundred X return. Yeah. I'm not kidding about this. I mean, this, this is like, this isn't, I'm not talking a three X return. In this case, it's a hundred X return compared to what they were going to be getting. So, so that's, that's the value creation. You got it. Sometimes people get so caught up in, oh, I don't want to spend $5 or $10 or $1,000 or $2,000 or what even more than that. It's like, well, are you trying to grow your business to double it? Or are you just trying to grow at 3%? Mm. Like if you're, if you, Steve, if you're trying to grow your business 3%, please don't call me. <laughs> okay. 
But if you are looking to say, we want to grow 40% this year, or we want to grow double in five years, or we want to triple in X period of time, I've learned the tactics, the research, the concepts, because it's people, process, and systems that get stuck in different phases of your aspect. And what I do is not only help them come up and design a world-class plan, but then I help keep them accountable to get it done because my reputation's on the line, Stephen, right? Yeah. If I help set up a, a world-class strategic plan and they don't get it done, it, it's like everybody else's plan. So we make sure we get it done and then they have these crazy results. Stephen, there was a person I was working with today, a client, and they just, I, I can't talk too much about the details, mm -hmm. but they got a $700,000 check today. Wow. Um, that was directly related to the work that we were, you know, that we were helping them out to give guidance. And we also have all these additional partners to do things. So, uh, hey, that's not going to be everybody's experience. Just, you know, you know mm -hmm. as they like to say, you know, it's like not everybody's yeah. going to get these crazy results, but we've had crazy results and it's just fun. It's just super fun. Uh, to do it and um, it get once again it gets me excited that this knowledge that i learned over the years can be taught to any type of organization and any type of industry these are principles and then we design tactics that work for you that's that's really really cool to me just because it's not a one-off you didn't just get lucky one time and you're just posting that everywhere on all your youtube and instagram reels and stuff it's no this is stuff that we've done consistently time and time and time and time and time again and that's what i, I recognize when i've spent time with you is not only the knowledge but the wisdom and there's a difference if you have good principles that's great but how have you implemented that into your life into your business into someone else's business and i've seen you do that and just the way that you talk about it, you can tell, because there was something that I feel most people would have just breezed right by. And I feel like you kind of did is the sticking points. You named three of them. You're talking about people operations. And I already forgot the third one. So that's what I mean by you sit there and breeze right past it. But with the people in operations, especially for me, because I've seen that when we've been working with our own clients, those are two of the biggest. And a lot of times some of our clients will come to us and they just want to make a bunch more sales. Like, hey, Steven, we just want to make more sales. And when we start looking into their, their actual product, when we start looking into how their, as I like to call it, their bucket is created, there's a ton of holes in that bucket. So I'm doing them a disservice if I give them what they really want, because it's not going to, you may get more sales, but it's just going to cost you, your cost per acquisition is going to be insane. The lifetime value is not going to be there. And you're, you're going to be breaking even every month. It's going to look great on paper because you're making more sales, but you're just going to have to recycle it. And to give them what they want and what they need is great. And especially that's what I hear from you. And being able to do that in a way where you're putting, you're filling those holes and then you're helping them add more water to the bucket. And that's what I've seen in my own life through working with you. That's how I've been able to identify the real valuable th things that we provide even our own clients was through the time I spent with you. And being able to see that it's not about exactly the features of the product of we do this and we do this and we do this and we do this, but how does it really benefit them? How does it make their life easier? How does it make it more streamlined? How are they able to 3X their ROI? How are they able to grow 100X in a year? It, how are they actually able to do that? And that's the, the practical benefit side. One question that I had, because you said 100X, and I'm very interested about that, 
is, and you don't have to give any details. I would, you can use a completely general scenario, but when you go and you look at, so, so let's say it was me and we sat down at the table, how would you look at my business to be able to identify, oh, I could help you three X in five years, or I could help you 100 X in a year because your business is terrible. Like how would you be able to identify those things? Yeah, that there's, once again, everybody's situation is a little bit different, right? Um, yeah. But, but a common challenge or problem is, is something we call the Pareto principle. And the Pareto principle is effectively is that about 20% of our activities result in 80% of our results. And the other 80% of our activities only result in 20% of our results. So what's important is learning what that 20% is. Mm -hmm. And then that's the core of your strategy. And stop doing the things that are wasting your time and money where you're not making money on. Once you start understanding, that's just one core principle right there. And, and mm -hmm. once, you, once we understand the parts around that, the value that people get, that's where it's, it's literally, it's not a small return. It's a massive return. Just that alone, you can get a four to five X return just by focusing on perhaps it's the right type of customers. You know, you think mm -hmm. you have to serve everybody, but you realize, no, I should really be focused on these core customers because this is where I add the greatest amount of value and this is the, and they're willing to pay me the most amount of money for it versus thinking I have to serve everybody around the world or serve every single product or service. One of the smart things that happened in COVID as an example is restaurants got rid, slimmed down their, their menus. And part of that was a proto principle. They realized they weren't making as much money in every single item that they were selling and they started reducing it down. The smart ones kept them off. You know, they learned like, you know, like in, in and out, like burgers, right? You know, you got, you got four choices. Yeah, there you got a secret menu, but get, get over it. I mean, the vast 99% of the people are just buying straight from the menu and they make a killing as a result of that. Mm -hmm. The principle right there is one that, and it's very interesting because we've talked about this in the past, how once you identify that 20% that moves the other 80 and you focus, there's that same principle kind of carries on whether there's 20% of that 20% that's moving that 20, that other 80. So if you keep narrowing, then you're sitting there left well. So there's this fine line of being able to identify it and use those things, but then it's going to be continuous re-innovation to a certain degree on the, that same principle. But the one thing I love about that, because I've many other clients is they go so wide there was a lady she's been in business over a decade and she's never seen a million dollars in revenue and i'm just thinking how you have 25 different services and then i realized that's why because she has 25 different services and of, of course, when especially when you're new in business, you get stuck in the mindset of, well, I just have to try to make money any way I can possibly. This person needs a website. That person needs a strategic plan. This person needs a table. So I'm just going to do it all. And you get stuck in a trap. And I've seen even bigger businesses. There's a, a business that I just was looking at the other day that they're doing $5 million a year, which is great to most people, but they're stuck because they offer such a wide. And being a, a generalist, there, there's a reason why when you can go to his office and that doctor who will treat your ankle and your back injury and your heart palpitations gets paid less than a specialist. Because when you specialize, you are very, very, very good at maybe a handful of things at the most. And that's what I love about that principle. And I love seeing that applied in different areas, different businesses. And that's actually one of the big things I took away from the, the captain strategy program 
And before I let you go, I want, which we have time, we can go as long as we want to with my show, but I want to talk about the captive strategy program from my perspective going through it. And I know that it's about to open up to a, a lot more people. What was your heart behind the captive strategy program? What made you decide to do it? Was it just to make it more accessible for more people? Is that the, an easier entry point? What do you think that that is? The key thing uh, for, you know, it, it was twofold. Um, one, one is my time's limited. And, mm -hmm. and so, you know, I can't, I, I love to actually travel and be present with clients, but as a result of that, it limits my time. And so I was trying to figure out a better way of how we can get more people involved. And so uh, we created these mastermind, like up to eight people in a group, four to eight people. And so you get two benefits. You get the benefit of uh, the principles that we imply and do and strategy tactics but you also get the wisdom of the people in the crowd that are with it. Yep. And, and these are not sla nobody slackers that come into these. These are uh, people who really want to get things done. And so, so one, um, I, Stephen, I do actually, I, I wish I could keep on talking. I got to pop off to my next uh, event, but I'll say this, anybody in, who wants, who's interested in this, um, have them follow up with you, Stephen. Okay. And then you can lead them over and, and um, you have a discount program that we've already built in. So if anybody, you can use Steven's discount program to get into our program for a more effective price if you're interested in that. And number two, um, something that uh, I haven't done exactly like this beforehand, but if, if people are willing to pay just the shipping price, so we'll, we'll keep it at $5 to keep it simple, um, and shipping and handling, we'll give you a signed copy of our book. And once again, if you go through Steven, Steven has my contact information, mm -hmm. just reach out to him. We'll help make sure that gets through. So I just want to offer both of those things for those who are listening. Steven knows he, he took, he took the course. Um, he got huge benefits as a result of it. And, um, this is something, once again, we, we care about reaching more people and for us to positively impact a million people in 10,000 organizations, we had to find a way to scale. And, and that's one of the ways we're doing it. We're doing it right now. And, and Stephen, I appreciate you talking about the program because we're, we're just super excited about um, starting our next cohort and, and continuing to have this grow to help people lead their company, focus on their business so they can actually start doing the things they really want to do, you know, versus just working in the business. Yeah, absolutely. Carl, thank you so much. Thank you for joining me. I'm actually going to let you pop out and I'm actually going to stay in the room because I just want to go over what the program did for me. And basically it'll be a testimonial, but that's what I want to do. Thank you so much for joining me, for joining all of us here. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Awesome, Stephen. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Well, and thank you so much for all your support. Absolutely. All right. So I want to go over the captain strategy program from my perspective after going through it. So I went through the whole program and I'm not going to give too many details away. I just want to take the time because I would do an injustice to you as a listener if I did not walk you through what it looks like. So you heard it, that it is a mastermind of four to eight people. And in those four to eight people, these are high level performers. These are not just, these are not just beginners. So maybe you are a beginner and this is a great place for you to start. I'm very aware that it seems like this thing is going to cost an absolute ton. It does not. It is very accessible. And what I mean by very accessible is it's very accessible. And you get so much content. It's, it's once a week. You're live with Carl. Carl costs upwards of $10,000 for eight hours. You're getting eight hours for not $10,000 of his time. 
And what's really neat is you're able to hear other people's perspective and from other industries. There's a, a gentleman from, uh, from another country who was in there. He had his own restaurant, which was really, really cool to hear about. There was somebody from the steel industry in there. And when you're in this environment, you're able to hear how people are implementing their own strategic plan. I think we had two, we had a lawyer and we had another consultant in there as well. And being able to say, Hey, this is what I think is my 80% that is only moving 20%. This is my 20%. I think is moving to 80%. And this was my first time ever doing a strategic plan. So if you've heard our story before, we've had multiple seven figure stores on e-commerce. So one on Amazon, one on Facebook, Instagram, and Shopify. And we didn't have a strategic plan and I wish I had it because it gives you perspective on where you're going. The one thing that happens, and this is what he, he touched on for just a moment when it comes to people, processes, and operations is if you don't have a plan for what you're doing, even when money starts coming in, it's like, what are you doing next? A lot of times, at least for us, we ended up, what ended up happening, I was able to build a great system, a great team, but it I wasn't able to have enough foresight to see why was I building it besides going on vacation. And this is where strategic planning comes in. So if you're listening to this, if it interests you at all, you can contact me. I will actually leave the notes in the description so that way you can find it. And I'll give my contact information in there as well. So that way you can contact me. I'll give Carl's LinkedIn so that way you can message him. But the program was incredible. They give you some great materials so that way you can go through and do these things, these weekly things to progress your business. You're actually building out your own game plan. You're being able to build out your own strategic plan and i have part of it up on the board and i use the tools that he gave i use them quite often to be able to identify and you heard me talk about it earlier but be able to identify not only the things in my own business that need a plan but also things in our clients so again if that interests you i'm going to leave the information down below it's a great way for you to understand what works in your business what's not working what's working in other industries and how other people are positioning themselves to find those clients to be able to generate those sales. And I want to thank you guys for joining me once again on another episode of Voice Like a Lion podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pemberton. Till next time. See you guys.